Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Video in police investigation. I can breathe. New virus warning. We may get a second peak in this wave. Helping farmers and the unemployed. It's a great opportunity for us to feel like we're contributing. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. There's an FBI investigation this morning into the death of a black man who died after a struggle with Minneapolis police last night. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. This 10-minute video posted to Facebook overnight shows Minneapolis police officers holding down a man. One officer uses his knee to pin the man's neck down. I can breathe. Several times during the arrest, the man tells officers that he's struggling to breathe and begs for some relief. Some people who gathered at the scene try to help. Stopping his breathing right there, bro. But as officers work to keep onlookers back, the man on the ground appears to move less and less. Five minutes into the video, the man seems to be motionless, and the police officer's knee is still on his neck. I just really just killed that man. Police explained what led up to the incident in an overnight news conference. He physically resisted officers. Officers were able to get the suspect into handcuffs. And officers noticed that the mail was going into medical distress. A holiday weekend, coronavirus restrictions loosened. And now the possible aftermath after people in some places jammed together, ignoring calls for social distancing. Here's CBS's David Begno. In St. Louis County, Missouri, Monday, they issued a travel advisory after videos showed crowded weekend pool parties at Lake of the Ozarks. Officials are now urging those who ignored protective measures to self-quarantine for two weeks. Meanwhile, in California, that state is focusing attention on COVID-19 outbreaks at nine Los Angeles area food processing plants, including five meatpacking plants, after more than 150 workers tested positive. 25 states reported increases in their average new COVID-19 cases. That's compared to two weeks ago. Three of them, Montana, Alaska, and Arkansas, were up more than 100%. Dr. Brian Richardson is chairman of the COVID-19 task force at Jackson Hospital in Montgomery, Alabama. 
The county's cases have almost doubled there in the past two weeks. I'm seeing right now around 20 to 25 percent of the hospital is either filled with patients who are positive or who are suspicious and positive. The ICU beds are essentially totally full. I'm Vicki Barker at the Foreign Desk in London. A new warning from the World Health Organization to countries that have managed to contain COVID-19 don't think the danger has passed. Here's the WHO's Dr. Michael Ryan. We cannot make assumptions that just because the disease is on the way down now, it's going to keep going down and then we're going to get a number of months to get ready for a second wave. We may get a second peak in this wave. The only way to avoid that, he says, is with continued social distancing measures backed up by rigorous and regular testing. With restaurants and schools closed during the pandemic, some food has never made it off the farm. CBS's Steve Futterman on an effort to change that. With milk demand down 50%, some dairy farmers across the nation have been forced to dump thousands of gallons. Our hard labor has gone literally down the drain. It's a little bit disheartening. Mitch Hancock is a dairy farmer in Utah. Now an industry group, Dairy West, has come up with a way to save the milk from simply being thrown away. The processors are allowing their employees to continue working, and then we would in turn donate that to the food bank system. The program is called Curds and Kindness. It's producing dairy products for food banks like cheese and butter. It's a great opportunity for us to feel like we're contributing. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The New York Stock Exchange today begins to phase in floor trading. It went electronic only back on March 23rd in response to the coronavirus outbreak. For 228 years, we've been at the center of our economy, and we are going to prevail through this and for centuries to come. Stacey Cunningham is president of the NYSE. We're just a day away from the first scheduled launch of humans into space from U.S. soil in nearly a decade. When this happened on July 8, 2011, the final liftoff of Atlantis. No one knew it would take nearly nine years for humans to fly into space from here again. Now, SpaceX has won the race to launch a commercially owned and operated spacecraft, which astronaut Bob Behnken will fly. I think our nation will be better for having reaccomplished the capability to get humans into orbit from the Florida coast. Behnken and spacecraft commander Doug Hurley will become the first space station crew members to arrive there on a U.S. spacecraft since 2009. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. South America's biggest airline, LATAM, is trying to fly through a time of economic turbulence, filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Passenger and cargo flights will continue to operate, and employees will still get paid during the process. 1959's Kind of Blue by Miles Davis was a groundbreaking jazz album. The last surviving person to play on that influential recording has died. Percussionist Jimmy Cobb, who had a solo career of his own, was 91. As that album was growing in popularity, radio was undergoing some big changes, as we hear in our series with correspondent Sam Litzinger. Celebrating a century of sound. I think the 1960s were another of radio's golden ages. In the early part of the decade, DJs like Cousin Brucie and Wolfman Jack were like audio hailstorms roaring their way into listeners' ears with speed and panache. They were on the AM band. This is Tom Donahue, back in action. This is KSAN in San Francisco. By the mid-60s, there was growing attention paid to the FM band because people like Tom Donahue were starting to play not three-minute songs, but sometimes 13-minute songs by a new generation of musicians. Because something is happening here, but you don't know what it is. Radio was undergoing yet another upheaval. 
It was splitting into formats, specific kinds of programming aimed at specific audiences. To survive, radio went from being a something-for-everyone medium to a something-just-for-you medium. We've only got one hour in which to blow your mind. For CBS News and the National Press Club, I'm Sam Litzinger. Sometimes just a brief change of scenery can make things a little better in a pandemic. What are crazed parents to do while they're stuck at home? Many are hitting empty hotels, which are offering cheap deals for daytime stays so moms and dads can take time out to get work done, rest, or go to a gym for an hour without the pitter-patter of little feet in the background. Chains like Hilton, Sheraton, and Marriott have spaces available in the $60 to $70 range with free Wi-Fi and coffee thrown in. Deborah Rodriguez. CBS News. Authorities say a mountain biker was attacked by a grizzly bear yesterday near the southern Montana community of Big Sky. A state wildlife official says the man in his 60s was able to walk away and find help. He was later airlifted to a hospital with injuries to his face and back. Authorities decided not to search for the bear. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail. Or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.